back to the Legacy Through Motherhood podcast. This is Stephanie, your host, and welcome to Finance Friday number three. I gotta get like a cooler name for that, but it is what it is. So the very first week we talked about um, how having a smaller savings and not having consumer debt or working to get out of consumer debt is actually more stable than having consumer debt with a bigger savings. Go back and listen to that one if that uh, feels like your situation. Last week we talked about Um, how much we should have in savings. A lot of times people throw different numbers around. You know, what number should we have in savings as we are getting out of consumer debt actively? I talk through different schools of thought on that and I kind of give you some numbers that you can maybe uh, have conversations around with your partner if you have one and kind of ultimately land on one that feels good for you. So this week we are talking about some ideas to get to $1,000 as fast as possible because some of you guys are like, yeah, I got more than $1,000. I almost choked on my own spit. So sorry, guys. Um, Some of you guys were like, I have more than $1,000. So it's more of that like nervousness of, you know, taking your $10,000 in savings and paring it down to $1,000. It freaks you out. On the other hand, a lot of you guys were like, oh my gosh, I would love to have $1,000 in savings. And so if you don't know, I am a money coach for moms and I work one-on-one. I'm also in the, in the words. (laughs) (laughs) process of creating a passive course to really walk you guys through a lot of coaching and how to get out of consumer debt on your own. Um, And so we're going to talk about today some ideas to get to $1,000 savings as fast as freaking possible. And if you already have the $1,000 in savings, just let's just say this is $1,000 to pay off uh, a credit card, I don't know, or towards something. So Number one, these are gonna be practical things that either I have done or uh, other people that I've coached has done. Number one, let's get $100 by selling clothing that is not being used. This can be yours or your kids. Uh, this can be, you know, secondhand items or like a once upon a child or like a reruns or um, Facebook Marketplace, honestly, for like your clothes. Uh, if you have some things that are nice and I'm not going to get into this, Lord, Stephanie, just I'm long winded. So like I I try not to squirrel and like go a million miles an hour. If you have clothes in your closet that do not represent who you are right now, they represent who you were in high school. They represent who you wish you were, whatever that literally don't see the light of day. Sell them. I will tell you, I am as like, I wouldn't say tomboy, but I'm like typically in Converse jeans and like a graphic tee or sweats. Like that's literally my wardrobe 95% of the time. Uh, For some reason, I had this weird obsession with heels and really pretty cocktail dresses. You guys, I had so many pairs. I mean, these are a lot. Listen, I'm not talking one inch heels. I'm talking four inch heels. They were beautiful. They hurt my feet, never wore them. Um, They just sat there. And so then I kind of really came to terms with myself, like you are not a cocktail dress, going out on date nights, dancing with four inch heels kind of person. You're more of like a gym shoe, jeans, ponytail girl. So um, that broke my heart when I realized I wasn't the cute thing that that was. And, And you know what? My graphic tees and my Converse are cute. Point being, if you have clothes that you are not wearing that are in good condition because you never wear them, sell them. Okay. $5 here, $10 there. Try to get to a thousand, a thousand, try to get to a hundred dollars. Okay. Moving on. Uh, $200. Let's try to get another $200 by selling household items. 
Again, Facebook Marketplace is amazing for this. My husband and I do that. We were moving and we were like, we'd put a, you know, it obviously has to be like in decent shape. Um, but even like furniture, you guys, people, people will take even like kind of some crappy furniture so that they can refurbish it or whatever and like make it nice. And people love to do that as a hobby. So they'll take a dresser for, you know, 75 bucks or even old lamps, like whatever it is. Obviously, obviously if it's broken and like garbage, then it's garbage. But I guarantee walk your booty out to the garage (laughs) or into your storage room, the one that like you hope no one freaking opens, whatever bedroom that's, you know, in your house. So you hope nobody ever opens because it's just like, that's like the catch all. Go in there, find a couple things that are nice that you literally don't use and put them on Facebook Marketplace. Think like old dressers, lamps, baby items, maybe kitchen items you don't use. Again, clothing. Try to get to $200 there. All right. So we're selling $100 worth of clothing uh, and $200 worth of household items. So that's $300. The next one is do a spending freeze for a month. Now, this is a little much, but I will just say that studies show that the average American wastes $400 every single month. I believe it's like 470 some dollars that the average American waste every single month. So think like random unplanned Starbucks, Amazon Prime, that extra thing you grab at Target, that kind of stuff. Those really add up. And as a, as a money coach, I will say, I mean, I I will say it until I'm like blue in the face. I don't care about your purchase of a brand new car. I don't care. Do you know why? Because you at least thought about that. You you brought that to your conscious mind and was like, we're going to pay $400 a month for this car. And you had a conversation. You looked at the car. You know what I mean? Like you went in knowing that you were going to spend money. Do I love car payments? Absolutely not. But do I care about those? Not necessarily. What I care about more is your $10 t- uh, Target trip. That is a lie from the pit of hell. Ain't no none of us going in for Target for ten dollars. Um, a ten dollar, you know, Chipotle run. I'm more worried about your, you know, sixty dollar Target run. I'm more worried about the times when we nickel and dime ourselves. We go through uh, McDonald's and we spend, you know, thirteen dollars. Like we don't even register those purchases, you guys. We don't even honestly realize we're spending them because they're so such a low number. We think, oh, it's five bucks. Oh, it's just ten bucks. Oh, it's 20 bucks, right? Anything really under 50 goes under the radar because we disassociate from that spending habit. So three to $400 you could gain if for one month you went into beast mode and you did a spending freeze. Obviously not spending freeze on your bills, just like all the excess stuff, okay? Um, all right, so that's three to $400. Then $100, I should just totally get rid of these um, numbers. It doesn't really matter. Cut back on groceries, gas, and fun money for a month. Oh, little Lucy just woke up. So if you can hear her crying, sorry. Um, so cut back on groceries, gas, and fun money for a month. But you're like, um, I need groceries, I need gas, and also like, what? And so here's where this is going to come into play. The groceries. Meal plan. Okay? I'm not saying all, you know, getting to $1,000 is easy. I'm saying it's going to take some effort. Meal plan so that you don't buy a bunch of stuff that you don't end up eating and then it ends up in your garbage. So either just don't buy that stuff, right? That could save you 50 bucks right there. Um, So meal plan so that you know what you're doing. Actually eat the groceries. I know. Like I'd rather, you know, die. (laughs) 
fast food, if you don't know, uh, is Justin and I's like, or just like take out. That's our vice. That's like, that's what got us in trouble in the first place. Still something we got to keep ourselves in check with today because that's just our thing. Clothing, not our thing. Other stuff, not our thing. Eating, food, that's where we, where, that's where it gets us. So anyways, groceries, meal plan and actually eat the food in your refrigerator. Gas, people think you cannot budget gas or uh, cut back on gas. You absolutely can. I have a whole post on it on your financial BFF stuff. I am not going to go into it here because it's a little too uh, intricate. Um, although gas is crazy right now. Anyways, fun money. Okay. Let's say maybe you do like a hundred dollars a week on date night or a hundred dollars a month on date night or a hundred dollars every other week on, you know, Starbucks and Chipotle and all the things cut that back for one month. Here's the thing too. You have to understand that when you're getting on a better financial ground, a lot of times it is short-term sacrifice for long-term gain. So I'm not saying you know, don't ever eat takeout or, you know, don't ever go to Target or don't, you know, have your date night. I'm not saying any of that. I'm not saying, you know, <laughs> throw your broccoli away because you know you ain't eating that. I'm saying don't buy the freaking broccoli because you know you ain't going to cook the broccoli, right? So let's just be real with ourselves. And for one month, one month, I want you to just take it down with the purchases, okay? Um, all right, so let's just kind of go through a couple more here and then I'm going to hop off because my Lucy is waking up. Um, and I'm, I'm going to stop talking about numbers. I'm just going to talk about what you can do. Calling insurance, your phone provider, electric companies to make sure that you are getting the best rate possible. Um, I did this with our internet and they couldn't cut costs, but we actually doubled our speed just by calling. So that was a bonus. Um, but a lot of people, a lot of people have used or I'm sorry, called their insurance companies and they're like, oh yeah, you've been made on time payments for however long and you've been out of a wreck for however long. We can pay, take that down by like 50 bucks. That is something that you can do that's easy. It's just kind of tedious and annoying, right? Um, use your HSA money. <laughs> so many of us will like uh, have, you know, $1,000 or something like that in an HSA account. And it's just kind of like random and we kind of forget about it sometimes. Use that. Use that money so that if you have a sick visit or whatever, um, it's not coming out of your actual income. Uh, number, whatever number I'm on. Do not leave hundreds of dollars in your checking for a quote unquote, just in case, okay? Because that fear comes from not being in control of your finances. You gotta create a budget or at least know your numbers so that you can move some money into savings without the fear of overdrafting. And let me just note here that this is easier said than done, uh, but this is kind of what I help with in my coaching and also, I kind of now feel like I'm giving you guys a fire hose right now, <laughs> so it might be a lot. So take a couple of these and do it. You know, don't don't feel like you need to do every single one. I will say knowing your numbers is a big, big uh, win when you can actually do that. And it's almost the very first step that you need to do. Something else, get a part-time job like DoorDash, uh, babysitting for friends or family, or maybe like swapping babysitters so that you're not having to pay a sitter. Uh, sorry, I meant like swapping with your friends so that you don't have to pay a babysitter. Uh, take on an extra client at work, maybe work overtime for one month only, right? Like if you're a nurse or uh, some, I don't know, some career that can work overtime and get paid, do it for a single month. I'm not, again, I'm not saying do it forever. Pick up an extra shift. Um, another thing is creating and following a meal plan. We kind of talked about that. Um, if you have little ones, skip. Oh, this one kind of breaks my heart, but this, this might be if you're like in a really dire situation, skip the, 
like peewee winter sports for just this season. Like if you've got that two and three year old um, that are playing like, you know, blast ball or like <laughs> indoor soccer and they're just kind of like there and, and, and that's really to socialize them. Um, and especially if you're, if you only have one kid, it's like, you're so excited because they're finally, my voice just cracked because they're finally old enough to like do this cute little soccer thing, but it, it ends up being like 120 bucks or something. So like, you know, skip that maybe when they're little, when they're older and they're more in select, that's harder to do. Um, but the whole point of those soccers and you know, whatever is that it's like a mommy and me or a parent and me thing like taking them to the park or like having other intentional time with them uh, is a good alternative. Again, maybe just for one season. Okay. Um, so the point of this is we want to be like quick and dirty, right? Just because you give up date nights this month doesn't mean you have to forever. Just because you pick up an extra shift does not mean that you have to work overtime forever. And sometimes we don't want to pick up extra shifts or do whatever because we are tired but doing it once is not going to break us. And I talk so much on this podcast about finding your grit. And it really just takes us digging down deep, prioritizing what we want, right? And so what I really don't want you to do is get caught up in the all or nothing, all or nothing mentality here. If you choose to do something, it is not a life sentence. And what I want you to do, maybe since I talked a million miles an hour because I got to go get Lucy Lou, is to re-listen to this and pick like two or three things. I mean, if you want to go through all of them, great. Pick two or three things that sound manageable depending on where you are in your financial journey and try them this month, okay? So we just covered what you can do to get to your $1,000 in your savings as fast as humanly possible and all of these things are within your control. That's where the power is, okay? So I will talk to you guys next week and I hope this was helpful for you. Feel free to reach out to me on your financial BFF stuff on Instagram. Email me at sipsarrows.com. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast um, and I will talk to you all next week and I look forward to walking with you to help you find your grit while completely covering you.